two black minds two black minds we are two black minds we are back and in effect i go by the name of gc the golden city's golden boy found souls fam's front man from way back when and if you didn't know i'll tell you now i'm a king i'm a king i'm a capital k-i-n-g just a young black man trying to build his kingdom and since we've been gone for a few few weeks, yeah, it's definitely been it's definitely been building. I'm surprised you've not even started or done whatever. No, no I, I almost started. Just <laughs> but we're you, back, man. We're back. Capstone's in the building. I'm in the building. How you feeling, sir? Hey, I'm kicking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm alive kicking. and kicking. Alive and kicking. That's good to hear, man. So it's been summer holiday business. It's been summer holidays. It's been life. It's been a bit of this and a bit of that. Yeah. So. I know a few people's been missing us. They've been missing us, you know. Yeah, man. People have been getting imagine. those. You know, I'm not one for DMs and all that. Okay. Somehow, people have found me to ask me where you guys are. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm, good. I'm like, no, I thought I was this hidden gem that. You <laughs> know, they find you. Yeah. No, I've I've um I've received a few text messages. Okay. I received one phone call and a voice message. <laughs> Um, so that's good. That's People good are like, where you, know you know at? <laughs> yeah, where you at, man? What's we're, going we're on? We're getting the love. Ice things. So yeah, 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 that's love. That's yeah. love. That's love. Two black minds. Two black minds. Okay. Where we are today? Summer holidays. Okay. So since it's been the summer holidays, yeah. I guess let's catch up with it. See, I think oh, summer holidays is just the intro part. But yeah, that's fine. We can, we can start there. A lot of that has been. There's been a lot of things happening. There's uh-huh. a lot of things happening. But we can start there. Okay, we, we start, start on there. summer holidays. Yeah. Welcome back, every listener. Yeah. And hope everyone jumped into a pool or something. Because, you know, this thing that now we were loose, isn't it? Last yeah, year, yeah, yeah. everyone was all on handcuffs. That's a fact. No? So, so they should have been celebrated for two summers. Yeah. I don't know if they have. I, I definitely didn't feel like I have. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not been enough. <laughs> not it's me. not been enough. But the weather's been okay. Uh-huh. I can't complain about that. Yeah. Kids are out of school. Kids are out of school. Keeping us busy. Parents as always. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kids, kids have been do. keeping us. They've been... <laughs> I will speak for me. Yeah. <laughs> My kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. kids have been kids. I've yeah, maximized yeah. the, you know, when you say, oh, the love grows because you're with your children and yeah, whatever. Yeah. The love has really grown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the love has really grown. That's a good, that's a good word to use, love. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, The love has really grown. So children have been children. Yeah. They've been doing me. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good, man. Yeah. I've been with the kids quite a while. Uh-huh. Um so I had them, uh, they stayed at my house for, um, for about five days. Okay. Five days in a row, which was great. I loved it. I took some time off work. I like the way time with the kids. Uh, father is like, ah, five days. And he's kind of like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, it's, a, it's a new, it's a new um, sense of uh, respect. Well, I've always had the same kind of respect for people who are single parents and stuff like that. Yes. Um, so I like, I enjoyed it this week as well. Bit of that. What was more interesting is because it's summer holidays. Yeah. You have to plan every day, uh-huh. which is normal for me because whenever I, I've got kids on the weekends or whenever I've got the kids, I'm always like, all right, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. Yeah. And I've got, I think, stuff to do over five days. So I've got every day had to be an event uh-huh. and it was successful. So I was okay. happy about that. Every day was an event. Every day we did something. Every yes. day there was something to, you know, to yes, jump yes. and scream about it. So, uh-huh. yeah, nah. so now, now you've spoken for the single parents. Yeah. Let me speak for the parents that have got whatever. Yeah. Yep. There is no planning for every day. <laughs> Yes. There is no planning for every day. Facts, yeah. You're yeah. like, okay, we've done a bit of, maybe you have that one day where you've had a bit of a plan. Yeah. 
the next day is like what we doing yeah. like, uh what would you like to do uh this or that yeah. I'm like no 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 I'm not spending money <laughs> no <laughs> no can't spend then, money every day no man. no and then you're like okay we shall go walk in this forest and yeah. walk in that forest yeah, and then yeah. after I see a few more trees yeah you know kind of thing and then chase a few dandelions or something facts yeah and no, then, I'm, I'm always saying imagination is the best best gift for real so we did we did cinema one day uh-huh. and then the next day they were like all right so we go to cinema again and i was yeah. like what <laughs> we just went to cinema yesterday i was like no 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 we're just gonna use our imagination today so i tried to yes. create up some yeah let's imagine that i'm a lego man and you're a lego woman okay. and then we got a ring yeah yeah I like so that, that lasted good for a good like 45 minutes yes and then you know uh-huh nah, me, start demanding yeah again. i had to look for some cardboard boxes as well oh yeah that was part of it you know yeah yeah because yeah. that that gives you some peace and quiet so yeah. if you've not learned that yet yeah find a cardboard box once in a while no no that's good that's good yeah. that's good cardboard box with something they can use their imagination just exactly. to play with exactly yeah that was good children summer ah good okay. old summer holidays and then the grown ups and the grown ups have been up to madness I'm guessing yeah look yeah. at the world we're in yeah exactly there's been a lot of things that's changed we were no longer as deprived of our liberties as we were the year before yeah so then everyone kind of like loosened up somewhat freedoms I don't know if we talked about this before but um, were we were we mass offs last time no well we're mass offs now yeah so if, in, if, in, if you wish to if you wish to yeah it's, yeah. All, it's all by choice now mm-hmm. are you noticing people still wearing masks you know I'm gonna say something which is very very it has disturbed me okay yeah? go for it go for it and whether it's because I've been so critical of I need to observe this or not yeah most of the people that I've seen that have not had masks on yeah have been the blacks yeah <laughs> Okay. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. Okay. I would say there's, there's been a few Caucasians, there's been whatevers. Yeah. But the discipline, for some reason, we have embraced the no mask much quicker. Yeah. Okay. More comfortable. And at what I tried it one point and I got so uncomfortable. Yeah. Because for me, I'm also like, ah, you know, whatever, you know, kind of thing. So are you are you all for wearing masks? It depends. Okay. I still have my masks. I still yeah. carry my mask. And sometimes I find myself automatically putting on my mask. Yeah. I have to be conscious to say I need to try and live with this thing. Yeah, yeah. So that I'm like, okay, once in a while, I'm not putting on my mask. But yeah. even then, I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm very self-conscious. I'm like, ah, I'm the one. you know. And maybe that's why I'm paying so much attention. Okay. You know, you enter shop, seriously. Yeah. Go out and spot. Yeah. Enter a shop. No, for, for me, for me, it's the total opposite. Like, I've, it's not... Um, it's not blacks I've seen not wearing it. I'm, yes. I'm, allowed, to, I'm allowed to say the word blacks. So okay, guys, okay. yeah. Um, but it's just young people. <laughs> because... <laughs> young, young people below the age of like 35, yes. 36, I don't see wearing masks. Mm-hmm. I don't see wearing masks. Um, I do see the elder gentlemen and women wearing masks. Yes. Even like my uncle and aunties, I've seen them come to the house with their masks on. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Keep it on then. <laughs> like, I'm not going to tell you to take it off. But <laughs> okay. for me, I, yeah. I'm as soon as they said you don't have to wear masks, my yes. masks were all in the bin. Oh, for real? Yeah, they were gone. There was, okay. there was, I know I have to still wear, wear the mask at the hospital because yeah. I work at the hospital. In yeah. hospitals, you still have to wear masks. But every now and then, that mask just moves under my chin. Serious. <laughs> So it's like it's not really, yeah, it's not really on my face. We need to talk to HR. I should I should admit to that. We but, need you know, to talk to that's, HR. That's, that's exactly. Yeah, I know you're the ones that are spreading. You know. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. The spreading. <laughs> but I'm um, high high life now because they're saying that if you got um you have both vaccinations, you no longer need to um, self isolate if you if your track and trace tells you to. Mm-hmm. With track and trace, you don't have to listen to track and trace if you've yeah. been in contact with somebody. Um, then I say, and I think in a few more days that. If you don't have the vaccine passport or proof oh, of yeah, something, there's a vaccine passport. Then there's certain yeah. areas like events, festivals mm-hmm. that you're not able to go to. Yeah. 
Well, health and social care sector. Yeah. Apparently, the vaccine passport thing is being pushed significantly. Yeah, very much. That if to a point where, if you're not double jabbed on and all that stuff, you kind of like can't accomplish certain roles, you yeah. know, that might be even your primary roles. Yeah, you know, and I'm like, okay, this is a very, very, and that's a great topic to talk about. Con- it's a very, yeah, it's a very controversial thing. I'll tell you yeah. why it's a very controversial thing, and this is where I think the government needs to really come out and give people information accurately but also information in terms of people need to use to make very informed decisions. Yep. I'll start with my close-to-home experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've got a friend, double-jabbed, and everything else. The whole family has spent a week and a half cocooned off because they've got COVID. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah? And they were like, we are double-jabbed. Yep. You know, actually one of them had to go into a hospital because they had extra health needs. Yeah. So precautionary and things yeah. like that. But they ended up still on needing more oxygen supplementation and things like that. Yeah. That one individual. But the others, it brought them down. Yeah. It was like, okay, we are weak. Okay, we are okay. All these things that are COVID. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is that although we are double jabbed, there is still that statistics that's growing that people who have been double jabbed are still experiencing yeah. have got COVID. Yeah, I mean, some some people are even saying even those with the double vaccines are more. What they're saying, some are saying that there's no scientific proof that you're in any way better shape sure. or form. Sure. And they they were selling the vaccine in the sense of they were promoting it in the sense of look, once you get your vaccines, your double vaccines, everything will return back to normal. But no, there I is don't no think normal. they were selling it that way. I think people wanted to work towards that. That was what each and every one. That was the light at, at the end of each and everyone's tunnel, which is why I started with the government needs to come out and give people information clearly, yeah, so that they make that informed decision of knowing. Case in point, we are no longer masking up. Yeah. Here, for example, yeah. yeah? People need to know that actually when I mask up, I'm not protecting me from COVID. I'm protecting everyone else because mm-hmm. I could be asymptomatic. I could be whatever. So I'm protecting everyone else. Yeah. And if everyone else is protecting everyone else, then you're part of that protected bubble. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So when we make our informed decisions of whether I'm masking or not masking, yes. But at the same time, even I am battling with it where I'm like, I need to try and learn to live with this. You know, I need to support those that are around me to learn to live with this, which means okay, how am I going to test the not masking thing? <laughs> Does that make yeah, sense? For, for me, maybe, maybe it's just a, a, what's the word I'd look for? Just my sensibility in terms of my existence. I don't know if that's the right phrase to use. Mm-hmm. But in terms of, I'm not thinking like that. Okay. I'm not thinking about, um, should I wear a mask or should I not wear a mask? I'm not wearing a mask. Yeah. I didn't want to wear a mask previously. Yeah. And I still don't want to wear a mask yeah. now. And now so, that they so say I don't being, need to wear a mask. You're more self-centered than other oh, 100%, 100%. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And do you know what I think it is? I think that's a, a token of my age and experience. Okay. So because of because I'm only 34, but I feel like I'm 20, I'm 21. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like we- at <laughs> You that, lost a year in there. <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at this age or some, somewhat, some would say, yes. like there's a sense of, um, superhero-ness that we're invincible. Okay. And I think that's the mindset. Whereas the elder generation who are wearing masks, who yes. are still wearing masks, yes. if, they re- if they face the reality that, look, I am not a superhero. Sure. This thing could take me out. This could be more seriously. So I think it's, 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 um, there's a more seriousness when you speak to the elder generation than when mm-hmm. you speak to a younger generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or yeah. even those who have a young generation, 
a young mind, not yes, necessarily yes. that they're young uh-huh, uh-huh. physically or in body. Yeah. And I think that's where I am. I'm just more, I'm more focused on me, 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 me sure. and mine than sure. I am for others. Yeah. And I'm not apologetic for that. That's just, this is just no, the reality no, I don't, of who I, I am. I don't think that yeah. we need to be apologetic for the way we are walking our lives. 100%. I think we need to be, we need to acknowledge which part of our lives we are walking. Yeah. And that is very critical. Yeah, 100%. Because if you're walking the path of, actually, I'm not going to mask up, I'm not going to be, and then you're walking next to an elderly person who's quite more vulnerable, mm-hmm. I would expect you to have that etiquette of like, actually, I need to keep my social distance from this person because potentially I could be the carrier that might give this person that that will might kill them because they are higher at risk. Yeah, for sure. But at the same time, I'm also enjoying my liberties, my freedoms, and I'm living my superhero moment. Yeah, no, does for that sure. make sense? For sure. Yeah. And, and and the information that they are given, that's what they were given us at the start of this, yes. anyway, was to think about the elderly. Yes. That yes, you may be young and fit, so you may be able to fight it a whole lot mm-hmm. easier. But mm-hmm. those people who have a weaker immune system, just because of their age, their diets, their physical abilities, yes, then you should be mindful of them mm-hmm. because they may not be able to fight it as good or as yeah. quickly or as efficiently yeah. as. And others. I think for me, that's where I would ask all the superheroes that are living now yep. to be a little bit more mindful yep, of that, that actually the only time that I would ask of you t- to stop being self-centered is when you're encountering these people For that sure. might be higher, sure. of higher vulnerability. For sure. You know, other than that, leave your superior moment because otherwise we are losing our lives. That's 100%. <laughs> no. And as, and as long as those who are in those circumstances aren't, like I see videos in it on Instagram and things oh, yeah. like that where those people who are more vulnerable yes. rather than than being conscious to step back, yes. demanding that other people like change because to of change them. Because of them, uh-huh. and, and, yes. that, and that's just not the right spirit to speak in. Uh-huh, yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like we should be conscious of those who are who are weaker, but those who are weaker can't be demanding from us that we yeah, do yeah, everything that we actually, want. Yes. I mean? uh-huh, it should be just uh-huh. a both a, I think a unspoken rule. The social responsibility that actually yeah. we are going to be, but don't come into my face to ask me to put on the mask, yeah. which is defeating the point 100%. of <laughs> You know, actually, just keep a bit of distance. I'll keep a bit of distance. But there's different levels of generations that are walking this earth. 100%. Kind of thing. That is COVID. COVID, man. Let's move on, man. There's there's, there's something else I want to talk about. More more of a pressing uh, topic for us to discuss probably a lot further. Okay. So, um, Afghanistan. Oh, before we go into that, this is a welcome back conversation. I know it's a welcome back, (laughs) but... <laughs> yeah. This is a welcome go on, go on, back go on, go on. to okay Afghanistan. No, 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 no. We can, we can chill for a bit if you want. No, 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 no. Because after you've put up now, you've planted the seed in my head. So All right, cool. Let's do that. Yeah. Um. Let's let's talk about Afghanistan. Yeah. Um. Just because in the last few weeks that this that's kind of been a major topic. It has at been least a major on the news. Topic. Yes. Um. And I'd love to talk about what that means for us as individuals. What that means for us as UK residents. Uh-huh. Um. And just a wider, the wider idea of these sort of things. Okay. Let me ask the question, because for me, since you brought it up, one of the things that has been on my mind critically has been, why do we go to war? Okay. Yeah. As a, just a general statement? As No, not not as a general statement. As the when roof countries go on to top war, of the house. Or? As the roof on top of the house. Mm-hmm. Reason being, why, why I ask, why would we go to war? If the direction I'm asking for, specifically in relation to Afghanistan, is the generational impact of war. Okay. okay. That's good. That's good. Why I say the generational impact of war, like for example, one from that father, mother that has raised their son and daughter mm. and their son and daughter has gone to war, yep. representing the country and has lost or and has lost their life. Okay. And then 15, 20 years down the road, 
the whole reason for going to war is eroded yeah. by case in point Afghanistan. Let's go fight the Taliban. Let's go kick out the Taliban. Yeah, let's yeah. do whatever, whatever. A lot of people have lost their lives. Yeah. And then, oh, we are just pulling out. So okay. then the Taliban come and sweep and get back into power. Yeah. Yeah, that's one. Then the second thing that I'm like, okay, then what about all those people who have now had this different lifestyle? Yeah. And ha- but no, historically, no, the lifestyle that's going to be potentially impacted on them by the change of God. Okay, so let's 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 break it down. Because yeah. I to, I like I like the idea of talking about why we go to war as a general umbrella term. Yes. And look and see what that looks like for us as individuals because I think we do fight wars like as nations, but we also fight personal wars. Yes, yes. And I I want to make the connection between how our personal wars are just or to some extent the same as our national wars. Okay. It's just that there's a there's a personal heart rather than there's a national heart. There's a personal reason rather than a national reason. Mm-hmm. But there's links. Yeah. But let's yeah. let's um Go dive into that in Enlighten me. Specifically, let's start start with Afghan. Yeah. So I'm not an expert in Afghanistan. Neither am I. I'm not an expert in terms of war and history. Uh-huh. But there was a idea um put out in the media, at least via the news. I think Joe Biden's Joe Biden said it recently. Yeah. Um about how we went to war in Afghanistan for two reasons. Mm-hmm. One, as a response to 9-11. Mm-hmm. Um, so because they did 9-11, because they, the Taliban kind of did what they did through 9-11, that's the narrative that they're putting out, we need to go and find them and we need to punish them. Okay. Also, we need to go into Afghanistan. Go punish them. Punish them to or seek to justice. Avo- or to avoid the reoccurrence. Both. So there two, there's two parts. One is to... to Go after them because they went at us. Okay. So to ensure that it never happens, and secondly, to ensure that it never happens again. Uh-huh. So one, that we go against the Taliban that specifically did it, and to make sure that Afghanistan is not a place for the Taliban to create a base. Okay. That was the initial two reasons. Okay. And then, you know, politics, news, um, reporters are saying there's other reasons why. Mm-hmm. Um, some people would say, look, Anything that happens, check what is happening financially and economically. Yeah. Who are the power players? Yeah, yeah. I don't go deep into those sort of things because I don't study economics in that way. Maybe that's but why I do you're think... losing the money, you know, the investment. Correct. Well, they, they actually say, <laughs> <laughs> they also say, um, at average, I think it's the Guardian newspaper said about how there are trillions of dollars of money spent in the Afghanistan war. Yeah. Specifically, Britain has spent approximately 37 billion okay. in that war. Mm-hmm. So for the troops or for Joe Joe Biden and America to say, look, we're stopping now. We're pulling our troops. Yeah. Um, and again, for the UK to do the exact same same stuff. I think it's very interesting and telling, even specifically asking the question, did we succeed in those points? Mm-hmm. Did we mm-hmm. did we get those people that um, did 9-11? Did we really stop the Afghanistan's, from, not sorry, Afghanistan's, the Taliban from having a base? Okay. Because it seems like they haven't. Mm-hmm. So that's well, just, as, that's as just we initial speak, thoughts. As we speak, I think the name of Afghanistan is also changing. Is it the uh, Emirate Islamic, some, something around there, you know, to be recognized? And it's yeah. becoming a sovereign uh, nation in itself. Nation, that actually, yeah. yes, we are who we are, you know. Mm-hmm. And for you to come back in, you're breaking some international regulations and legislations and laws and whatever, if another country kind of like invades. Yeah. Because there is a sovereignty that's being recognized. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh deadline for 
all these other military forces pulling out and whatever is happening. Uh, so, in fact, I think yesterday yes was the last flight American flight pulling mm-hmm. out of their out troops of, out was of, yesterday. Yeah, sure. So yeah, there's there's definitely deadlines for the rest of the countries that are there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's means, things that we need to. Which well, means if the Afghans capture another American small group that is there under covert whatever operations, America is break, breaking some legal things, some um, you know yeah. treaties and all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, if you put that into mindset, where well, this has been one of the prime the leaders in the peace and and the war that has gone on in Afghanistan. And now they're at that point where if we find you, yeah, we as the, we as the Taliban who are now in power and yeah. whatever, then you have broken certain legal, you know, aspects of that. Then maybe you're answerable to, I don't know, the UN or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, know? for sure. That is mind-blowing. This is, this is a, it's definitely mind-blowing, but a thought that just came to, pops into my head is, it's funny how mm-hmm. um, the dog that was chasing the cat is now scared of the cat. Okay. I think we. this is a unique point in time for America, the West, because when you pull out from what you've been doing there for 20 years, like we've got a narrative. I was never on the ground yeah. in Afghan. Yeah. So the narrative that has played out to us is that we were there for this reason. We're pulling away because we believe that there seems to be... Um, it's just time for us to pull away. Sure. Yeah. Whatever the reasons were. And because it's been happening there for so many years, the real question is what was our purpose, Mm -hmm. original purpose? Mm -hmm. And did we succeed? Because what we're doing is now leaving a legacy, which is kind of what you were talking about previously of, um, this is what Western, the Western world did to us. So speaking from an Afghanistan person who lives there, this is what the Western world have done to us. They've come in, they've, they've, um, done all of these horrific things. And from their, their standpoint, they're just saying, Oh, they've killed, I don't know, 100,000 um, Afghans. Sure. From our standpoint, we're saying, oh, we lost 10,000 troops. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the narrative is totally different. We don't know how many Afghanistan people have died. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, they're, they're not reporting the numbers to us. Maybe they are on the ground to Afghanistan people, but they're not to us. And what I'm more concerned about is, to some extent, there, there needs to be a conversation around, how dare you? How dare you come to my land, yeah, do yeah. what you think you think is right, yeah. And then just leave when you want to leave. Yeah, yeah. There has to, I would assume, there has to be some kind of agreement, some kind of understanding of how democracy, uh, well, what what's democracy to them? What's democracy to us? Mm-hmm. How can they how can they continue with you guys who, from their perspective, may call us the bullies yeah, and just came yeah. in and just destroyed the school and mm-hmm. then left? Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. I think for me, I want to share this via two avenues. Um, one is culture. Yeah. When people go to war, when superpowers go to war, or yeah. when um, that person that has more power goes to war, they are not only taking war and what they want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Often they're also taking culture mm-hmm. with them. Yeah. The reason why I say that is like, for example, the way of living, like for example, a 19-year-old Afghan mm-hmm. person was born when America was, Afghanistan was war, at war, America, England, and all yeah. that, they were there. Yeah? yeah. So when they reached five or seven, their know-how of what the rules and etiquettes are yeah. was significantly diluted because of this presence. I'll use an example. Me, sorry, meaning it was diluted because of the presence of the yeah, Americans so, and yeah, the British in, soldiers. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So what, how they know it. How they know life. How yeah. they know life. Yeah. 
is impacted because of this presence. So when yeah. we pull out, yeah, let me give you a, a an actual example. One of the things that I first saw when it was declared, oh, Afghan have taken whatever, and they have taken all that, yeah, yeah. was this gentleman putting on a billboard, uh, painting over a woman who was in a bridal dress because mm-hmm. the shop was selling bridal whatever things. Yeah. Yeah. And for them, oh, let me, my assumption from the information I was getting from the news was for them, this was not necessarily acceptable within their cultural structures. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then now let me transfer that to the 15 year old, to the 15 year old, because they've lived five years where they were just discovering whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then they've lived the other 15 years or something of that sort where that, oh, by the way, now my ages, my drive, my whatever, I want to become a bridal model. Mm. Yeah. And then America's pulled out and then Great Britain has pulled out and all these other nations have pulled out. And this person has to all of a sudden learn, oh, by the way, that that is my dream because of the cultural norms that I've known yeah. can potentially no longer happen in this society. I mean, yeah, so I have to relearn, yeah, culturally. Yeah, so, so it sounds as though, like, the Afghanistan of my grandparents' era yes. is now being... Um, reproduced yes. now the western world have gone so mm-hmm. things like um, covering up a bridal those bridal like posters and things yes. like that where female had prominence to some extent they had to some extent um, a way of life yes for the last few years again this is just a narrative we've been told um, under the I don't know if we call it a regime or to call it under American troops and war mm-hmm. where there was a westernization coming yeah, about yes. mm-hmm. and now they have to go back to what it was before yes. so that 15 year old who was experiencing life as a quote unquote western influence Afghanistan mm-hmm. but may have been excited about what he was seeing and therefore the idea of going back to what the stories that my parents have told me or yes. my grandparents yes, have told yes. me mm-hmm. is horrifying Yes, which causes stuff like that we're seeing or I'm seeing on the news where people are like holding onto airplanes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just for their life thinking that a life under the Taliban is not a life worth having. It's not a life worth having. Yeah. Because of that, because yeah. we need to acknowledge that we exported yeah. cultural etiquettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And if people don't recognize the impact yeah. that exportation of cultural etiquette has, then there is a problem, you know? And people, like, for example, when yeah. people are fleeing to be say, yeah. oh, I'm now going to be a refugee. Yeah. Yeah? They are not necessarily fleeing because, oh, yes, but... There is that side of oh I don't feel safe I yeah. feel whatever there's that yeah, also yeah, yeah. but there is also from from my perspective I think there is also the cultural shock of all I know yeah is what you guys imported to me yeah does that make sense yeah and now you're telling me my whole book that I read from that I walk with yeah. that I do whatever is going to be rewritten how do I learn where the uh, I'll still use the word where the English say you can't teach you can't bend an old tree is it yeah yeah, yeah. you know it's gonna break and crack so yeah, for yeah. most of these people yeah 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 all of a sudden old trees are trying to be bent yeah so I'd I'd say there's there's probably two kinds of Afghanistans mm-hmm. there's one who were jumping for joy yes. at the idea of a westernized or western controlled life sure does that make sense? To sure. have an Afghanistan life that looks similar to Western cultural, Western lives. Yes. And then there are the historical Afghanistans who are probably saying it was horrible. This yeah. is not the way it should be. Mm-hmm. There was a previous way which was better when we were in control, not these others. Yes. Yes. And I think that is one of the things that the that is one of the imports that very few people acknowledge with war. Yeah. 
you know, that we import not only just the etiquettes of what military brings, yep. but the importation of culture norms and importation of, you know, ways of living yep. that will become, you know, you go, you set up your own base and within that base, all of a sudden it is okay for someone to wear a miniskirt. Yeah. You're, yeah, not yeah. Going, you're not going to think, oh, but, you know, because you've seen it, you've been around it, it is okay. That person is yeah. self-representing. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. But yeah. then you've put up a base in someone else's society yeah. where it was not okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a five-year-old starts embracing that, oh, yeah, it's okay to wear a miniskirt. Yeah. Society gets changed because there is no policing of it and everyone gets okay with, actually, yeah, that's dress code. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And yet there is this old regime or old guard yeah. that one, you've not fully eradicated. Yeah. But two, you've now facilitation is the maybe the wrong word. You've now created a void yeah. for that old guard now to be the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then how does the rest of the generation that has just come through your cultural norms yeah. all of a sudden adapt? Yeah. Yeah. Does that create does that create an environment where Peace is almost out of reach because then there's gonna be battles between, yeah. Or does it then create an influx of refugees out of the country, which it has, which it has. Um. So I guess that's, that's something else that we should definitely talk about. Yeah. <clears throat> and and then I want to go back to just the idea of war itself. Mm-hmm. Um. But we've seen um the response being that there's been a, again they're telling us via the news and things like that. And there are thousands and thousands of people that are seeking refugee in England and other countries. Um, and I think the response from the UK is that, look, since we were a part of this, yes. we're accepting you. Okay. A certain amount. Mm-hmm. I, this is this is my, my understanding so far. Um, and there are people who are in, in the UK who are in quarantine hotels mm-hmm. and because they've just come from Afghanistan and they're being, um, obviously going through quarantine and all that sort of stuff, then soon to be released. Okay. Um, Right, Britain. So at what Friday, point? Okay. At what point do those? What is uh, now for me? The question then I start deriving is, what is going to be the legal status of those people for the rest of their lives? Yeah, good question. Are they going to be that? Oh, okay. After ten years, you can now go back to Afghanistan because mm. quote quote potentially you are nobody and your life is no longer danger because you know you need to go back and learn the etiquettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now all this country has stabilized. It's all okay. Oh. Actually, no, now we are bringing you in and you're becoming a citizen and you yeah. have the rights and vote for whichever your yeah. MP is. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. and, and What I, is the direction that... And I, my, mind, my mind goes towards what is their lives now like? Yes. Are they now going to be in the UK? And again, don't quote me on this necessarily, but are they now a threat to us in five, ten years time? Are they losing their identity? Are they coming to here because they're afraid of what, what has happened in Afghanistan? And then they're going to grow in resentment for this country mm-hmm. or for these people here. Mm-hmm. Maybe just because of, look, I've lost my identity. Yes. And now you're saying I am, a, like I was escaping because of, I, was, I was in fear. But now after four or five years, I don't feel like an Afghan. Yes. Or I feel more like an Afghan living in a land that I do, do not love. Mm-hmm. So are we creating more enemies here or are we creating more um, all-round beautiful human beings? Does that make and sense? I, th- I think that is a question that has no answer. Yeah. Because, which is why I started going, I started with what is their status? Yeah. You know, and in 10 years time, what is their status going to be? Yeah. Is it a matter of every Afghan that reaches here? Actually, if you apply for nationality, we are going to give it to you because 
then this is your best and you become yeah. you know you've already engulfed all these etiquettes and this or or we are this is just going to be your settlement point yeah. for so long yeah. and then what is the end goal yeah, from our government 100%. for the status of these people yeah is there a criteria that actually each person who has come in is going to receive certain liberties and they can go to school they can vote they can do whatever they can they can apply for benefits mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And they can contribute to the economy, pay their taxes and all that. Yeah. Are they able to work? Those are the questions that I yeah, have. Sure. How how for are sure. we going to are we oh, are we going to be like okay oh, actually no you guys can all not work cannot whatever but yeah. these are the benefits you're getting. What is the impact on the? Why do we go to war? Yeah. And what, how are they going to integrate with the rest of us? With the rest of so, us. So that's that's a, that's a a huge great point. And there's a bit of me that's unanswered because we can we can't really answer those questions, but we can pose those questions, and we can only be where possible conscious of what life looks like. Now we have Afghanistan, more Afghanistan individuals living with us. Sure. After we've just gone to war sure. with them, war there. But then now, now let's bring it. Let's bring into the local. Yeah. Am I going to recognize that? Oh, I'm just having an Afghan living with local with me mm-hmm. I'm just simply going to look at this person and support them integrate into society does yeah. that make sense as a regular human being as a regular human being yeah. because we are such a welcoming country one of our high qualities we're a welcoming quality country we are kind of like gone I was going to say are we really welcoming I think we are I think maybe governmentally we we say we are okay. whether we are in the hearts of English people mm-hmm. British people I'm not sure about that oh okay Okay, I, I I'm gonna speak for the angle of I th- I I believe we are okay. yeah we have such a welcoming country, but at the same time, how do we support people? How do we support not to erode people's oh, sorry, identity? I'm, I'm triggered now. I'm triggered. You Go said, on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm triggered. You said we're a welcoming country. Yes. In what sense? Because the the racism that's here yes. is prevalent. Uh-huh. The the when the Windrush generation came over here, yes. all they tell me is stories of <laughs> racism that they had. Yes. Of the Teddy Boys, the skinheads, yes. all of the names that they were called, all of the fights they've had, even teachers yes. that were uh-huh. abusing them uh-huh. and doing all this madness. Yep. Even GPs who were doing examinations when they come in with a headache mm-hmm. and they're doing full body examinations on the women there. Yeah. Like Maybe we are governmentally on okay, paper. Uh-huh. Now let, let me put I don't know it, if okay. in the heart on of the surface, <laughs> on the surface of the world, we are a welcoming country. Okay. Okay. Where just just to cool you down. Oh, a I'm bit. triggered again. Wait, 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 wait. Because you said world. Does the world think that we're welcoming people? Because historically, we've been conquering nations. Yes. And demanding. Anyway, I'm triggered. Go on, carry on, carry on. <laughs> Summer time is finished. <laughs> No, generally, I think we have been very good at selling England to the rest of the world in terms of the warmth that England is. Selling. Good point, yeah. I like it. Yes. So we've been very good. It's like, for example, when we talked about movies and Hollywood, you know, everyone, yeah. as soon as you see a movie, oh, it's Hollywood, you get me? So we've been very good at selling that embracing of okay if you come in you've gone whatever you this is the road this is a b c d f g follow the path does that make yep, sense that's good but underneath we have a lot of our homestead issues yeah yeah which is where a man is walking on one side of the road you know someone else crosses just to go past you you know all that stuff is there that's that's the homestead issues that we have a lot to undo yeah for sure but we still have that openness that okay we are bringing refugees because we are acknowledging oh we're part of the afghan issues does that make sense because these countries who are like actually no we are not a settlement country 
Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you are coming here, you know your doesn't matter what the questions were asked are they going to what is their legal status or whatever is answered at the gate okay that we are not a settlement country there's those countries yeah but for us here there is the blood lines of am i going to be settling am i not, am i just transitioning you know uh, what is my status does that make sense yeah so in that avenue i think we are a welcoming country that someone can come in and try and put in effort in trying to become this is home okay Okay. Yeah, you disagree with me. On paper. <laughs> On paper. I, just, I, just, I don't know. I don't know. To to me, again, this is an uneducated, intelligently ignorant statement. Mm-hmm. But to me, it seems like places where we've colonized, we feel sorry for, yeah. and we allow refugees to come from those areas. Okay. Places around the world where Britain has wronged, we we make a statement and say, "Look, you can come back, you, mm-hmm. or you can come here and seek refuge." Refuge. Yeah. But I do not believe that, that we, in any way, shape, or form, are welcoming in our hearts. Okay. As a as a national, as a country. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. and even at local levels, like if you go to some parts, yeah, I just don't think I just don't think we are. Okay, maybe I'll put it this way: we have a lot of thorns that people have to learn to navigate through and around. Yeah, it's and good. around. Yeah, but overall. If you there is potential for learning to navigate through. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've chilled him up a little bit. You're not, you're not chill. Okay. Yeah. Let me just say okay. Let me say okay. Okay. But anyway, but yes. this is why we go to war. Yes. And this is this is for me. That's my problem. Go on. Yeah. Go yeah on. I was gonna say like in even at small local the reasons why I go I have fights the reasons why you have fights the reason why families dis- disagree with one another is to some extent the same reason why nations go to war now let mm-hmm. me let me just try and land this plane yeah what i mean by that is there's a bit of i don't know if in every instance we can say this but there is greed amongst us yes there is greed and envy in our hearts yeah and if there is something that i like just like my my my, my daughters if my eldest daughter sees a chocolate cake a slice of or a donut, especially donuts with sprinkles on top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If she sees a donut on the side, she's gonna go for that donut. Mm-hmm. And if there's only one, and both my daughters, both my daughters want it, the likelihood is that the eldest, the biggest, the strongest is gonna, is get, gonna it. get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless I step in and say, "All right, you can split it down the middle," mm-hmm. or unless there's a little, do you know what I mean? My daughters just they love each other, so yeah. sometimes it's like, "All right, don't worry, darling, you can have it, or you can have it, sister. I'm the big sister, so it's okay." Yes. And there's a bit of pride in that. Mm-hmm. So, it, and on the surface, it looks like, oh, she's just giving it to my daughter. Oh, how nice is it, isn't she? But really, it's oh, I'm I'm the big sister. I've, I'm full of pride. Yes. Oh, you want it? All right, you have it. You're a little you're a little I, I, to me. I am so I mean? giving you. I'm the one giving. I'm, I'm the, the one, one with give, power yes, giving it to over you. you. Yes. Same way when we talk about wars, like large nationwide, sometimes there is something over there that I want. Mm-hmm. Whether it's oil, whether it's gold, whether it's minerals, whether it's influence around the world a strategic placement yeah Yeah. sort of things like that we will go to war Mm -hmm. there are some things we are willing to 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 have troops die for yes the same way if 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 you disrespect me on on road i might be willing just to to get my arm broken sure i might be willing to swing out with you and just get oh maybe an embarrassment with the people walking around for me but at least how they go exactly Mm -hmm. and i think whether it's nations or whether it's just me and you whether it's small people big people families governments, areas of land, whatever, whatever it is. And the crux of it, to some extent, is greed. 
mm-hmm. and there is something I'm going to gain from going war with you. So I think I fully agree with you. I fully agree with you, but I want to just add a caveat of safety. Yeah, one of the reasons why the Afghan war happened was how do I ensure my safety and I can only do that potentially by going past my borders. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that actually, no, I now need to come and make sure that from my perspective, yeah. what is happening there does not brew another, because you, somewhere, somehow, there's been that confidence of someone exchanging borders yeah. and create the Twin Towers and things like that. Yeah. yeah. But also in another instance, that some of that information is so blurred, like, for example, if you look at Saddam Hussein, yeah. It was weapons of mass destruction and whatever, yep, yep, which yep. have never been declared. Yeah. Yeah. So all these things that I'm not saying that, oh, was it a lie? Was it whatever? I'm just saying the fact that from my perspective, I've never seen in the news that come, oh, we found a weapons of mass destruction yeah. in Iraq, but yeah. we went to war yeah. in Iraq. On that basis. On the, on the basis. Does that make well, sense? I'd say it like this. I may be telling the world, I'm going to go against that guy over there. Yes. He disrespected my mother. Uh-huh. He disrespected my family. He's yes. the guy who stole the bike. Sure. From my back garden. Yes. That might be the story I'm telling you. Whether mm-hmm. that's a reality is yes. another thing. Mm-hmm. And 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 when it comes down to it, when I've gone to that person's house, punched him in the face, walked into his house, looked around, there was no bike. Yeah. I can still say, yeah, he's got a bike. He yeah. had it and he stole it and we moved it somewhere else. But the reality is I've seen no proof of it. And this is why it is very critical for cool. the question you asked earlier on to be answered. Did we meet the criteria of why we went to Afghanistan? Yeah. Does that make sense? And is it quantifiable that yeah. we met those criteria? Mm-hmm. Because if it's quantifiable, because I've seen stories where parents, where siblings are saying, why did my relative go to war, lose yeah. their life? Correct. Does that make sense? And there's, there's people today who went to the Afghan war, yes. who've lost their legs, lost their limbs, lost parts of their own physical body, and they don't understand why we're, when we're, why? Why we're leaving Exactly. There. I was there on the grind and it was, it was hell. Sure. They're not happy. Like, why are we leaving? And and some people don't like, and that I've just lost why, my child for no reason. For me, this war or this kind of like outcome at the moment is making people from the voices I'm hearing, yeah. is making a lot of people lose patriotism for actually I'm standing up and fighting for my country. Yeah. Why? Because for so long, when you fought and you've given in, you visually think or see the outcome of that yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah. But now people are like, we've got questions. Yeah. Was the outcome? Yeah. Was the outcome? Yeah. What was the outcome? Yeah, yeah. What did you go? How can we measure it? Because now all of a sudden they cannot see it. Yeah. We went in, there was this whole thing, oh, we've kicked the Taliban out, oh, we're going to fight the Taliban, oh, we're going yeah, to do whatever. Yeah. That whole thing was there. Yeah. And initially it seemed like all oh, the outcome had been made because there was the Taliban had been moved onto the mountains and all, and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. They're in hiding, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. But now they are back. And Back with force and yeah. at a speed that is blowing my mind. Is, yeah. Uh, because uh, I think I had uh, the American president saying, oh, no, we were, it, the speed at which they came and took over did not surprise us. I'm like, but everyone else is surprised. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe you're, you've got access to information yeah. that we don't have, but everyone else is surprised. And even to the point of, and again, I'm speaking in ignorance, but to the point where all of these Taliban people have not have seems like they've got so many weapons that are enabling them to take over the, these these uh, cities and areas and either the whole country mm-hmm. that is baffling to me because I'm like who's supplying them with these? Let weaponry? me tell you something. So actually, this morning, this morning I came across. I was watching some news, and then there was this. Oh, this is this 
2000 something so many years ago uh speech by Hillary Clinton okay uh was is come to fruition but it is a scary so Hillary Clinton in her own words I'm conscious that there's this deep fake thing but you yeah, know this go. was yeah, <laughs> good, cool. uh in her own words was like we went initially for that fight and we trained the locals and whatever and yeah, whatever yeah, for sure because we were fighting i think it was the soviets our aim was to make sure that the soviets were pushed back okay as soon as the soviets were pushed back for us we had met our aim but what we did not pay attention to was we had armed we had trained and now we had let loose quotes quotes what is now the taliban yeah yeah so you're like oh if we go back so many years yeah that actually then these people that went for a totally different war they armed they trained and then facilitated the existence quotes quotes of the taliban regime 100% yeah because they they may have been again speaking in ignorance but the the local people who we were training i say we but america in the west the western world england britain whatever yes. the people we were training may not have been on the surface called talibans sure they might have, they might have been local people yes but the taliban have had and i would assume um enough influence maybe under the radar that we're not aware of or there's a number of influences to create or to bring on board the local people who were trained whether it's the local army, whether it's the local um, policing systems, however they did it, the military people, mm-hmm. all of that, because it seems now that the Taliban are in control. Yes. And my my second question, which is a, it's not a second question, my last question, which is kind of a U-turn. Okay. It's kind of a U-turn, if you allow yeah, me to say yeah. it, is, who cares? <laughs> I was waiting for that Who one. cares? <laughs> because to some extent, when you're, when you're living the high life, yeah, when you're on your golden throne, we're on superhero eating, mode. <laughs> superhero mode, yeah. When you're, when you're on your golden throne, eating crabs and um, I don't know lobster and turkey and chicken and drinking from the best glasses, sipping on the nicest wine. Yes, you don't care what's going on around the world. Sure. When you're in a place of luxury, when you're in a place of your kids are in a back garden jumping on bouncy castles, like they're eating cake, like. Who cares what's happening over there? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the question I pose because I, I really a genuine question I want to pose to the world is and who actually I will, cares? I will tell you who cares. Go on. Each and every one who pulls back, sits down, and realizes I'm raising my child. Yep. That my child might be the next victim of the next war because of which is why the timeline, okay, of Hillary Clinton coming and saying, "Oh, we we trained." we provided military whatever support with all these things yeah we equipped for people to fight the soviet and then all of a sudden at one point then we went back to fight the people we have what we have trained Just we have whatever trained, which yeah. means then we have lost lives because how we pulled out who cared whether the people we've trained or whatever our main aim has been achieved yeah the soviets have pulled back yeah so then by the time we realize oh now we need to go back in quotes quotes for our own safety actually we are fighting the generals the masters that we trained who have now grown up to train others and then over certain yeah so each person each parent i will yep, put it this on. way each parent each citizen should care why they should care because we are the generations that potentially in 10 15 or 20 whatever it is yeah are going to be sending 
Because this cycle is repeating itself again and again. And you know, I'm going to stand proud when my children stand up and say, I'm going to fight for my country. But at the same time, I'm going to be heartbroken if the war they're going to fight in is a war that I'm asking myself right now, who cares? Yeah, but yeah. it's a very valid question. Yeah. Does that make sense? So the mistake of now could potentially impact the future generations. No, one, one million percent. One of, one of the things that what I meant by this yeah. is that when we're in a place of luxury yes, and in, in a place of comfort, you are easily, you're easily able to turn the TV channel off. The TV off. channel off, yes. The news is on and you just see someone, oh man, they're holding onto the airplane. Yeah. Oh, he just dropped from a hundred feet. You're going to switch it to you the music it channel. Turn it onto the music mm-hmm. channel. Turn see it on to, onto, they... oh look, Love Island's uh-huh. on. Oh, they're falling in love. Exactly, yes. We have, we have the ability in the West I don't want to say just the West in general, but we have the ability as humans to be able to be distracted if we wish to. Yes. We, yes. Live, we live in a world where there could be a fire in my next door neighbor's house and I can go and get an ice lolly. Yeah. Like if we want to, and I don't know what, like in some people, some people don't have the, what's the word? Conscious. They're not able consciously just to carry on. If they've seen a, a victim of war, if they've seen a victim who's someone who's in pain, they mm-hmm. have to attend. Mm-hmm. They have to run and say, oh, are you okay? Can I help? Yeah. But I think we're in such a place in the 21st century where we have the ability to just, draw, just to grow numb mm-hmm. on these issues mm-hmm. if they're not at our door. That's and specifically, we just talked about it, COVID. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're a superhero, if you're young yeah, and you're yeah, running, yeah. <laughs> yes, you might hear about these stories of people dying because it's not close to you. You're just like, yeah. Yeah. Ah, I don't yes, believe it. Yes. I don't know. Uh-huh. It doesn't affect me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I fully understand it. I think these are things that we just need to be aware of and ask both question, both sides of the question. Because you know what? I'm up for that ice cream. I but like my, but yeah. my neighbor's place might be burning down, you know? So do I go past and, oh, I will call, oh, I was supposed to call whatever for the fire brigade. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was supposed to go to, yeah, I, I was, was supposed to. to, no. I forgot, I got distracted. <laughs> I forgot, I got distracted, you know? Yeah. And this is where we need to measure ourselves. We need yeah. to kind of like continuously reflect and see where we at as yeah. people and yeah. see how do we grow. But we also need to be able to pull back mm-hmm. and recognize that the steps we take now yeah. It's like, why are you a generational man? Because you fight for generation. Yeah, for sure. Yeah? Why are you a generational man? Who cares? Mm-hmm. We need to start expanding the factors that make us generational fighters. Do Does you, that make sense? Okay, yeah, yeah. Talk more, talk without, yeah, yeah. Without us being overwhelmed, because we could be in that spin ball that everything becomes, oh, I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to and then I become a generous fighter for everything else and yeah. I forget my superhero moment. Oh, now. 100%. Yeah, yeah, I get, no? that. Yeah, I get But that. at the same time, we need to start supplementing where I will climb the mountain for my children. Yeah, 100%. Yeah? What else can I climb the mountain for? Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, okay. And we need to start adding on to, rather than just having the one or two, I need to be able to say, you know what? I will climb the mountain for my to near neighbors. No, I like that. I like that. Cuz 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 that's where excuse me is is do we see cuz I think that's a really important question. Do we see the Afghanistan people as our neighbors? Mm-hmm. Cuz if we do then we'd reach out. And some people are. I, I watched on the news uh, this morning about how there are people who are um gathering like supplies for the people in Afghanistan who are now here. Yes. The, the, like who are in these um quarantine hotels. Yeah. So we may some people are seeing them as our neighbors. Even just neighbors in terms of we live on the same planet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you, whoever's here, if you're a human, you're you're we're on the same team. Yes, and I think that's a beautiful mentality to have. 
But I just don't think it's a mentality that a lot of us have. Yeah. And I think a lot of us are selfish and a lot of a lot of us will like to play the game, especially mm-hmm. in the West. This is, this is my, my idea. We like to play the game that we're, oh, we're thoughtful, we're caring. Yes. But generally we're not. Which is why you questioned, are we welcoming? Yeah. I, and I, full, I fully understood that. I fully yeah. understood that, yes, we need to question what we think is the polished shoe. Yeah. Can I tell a story? Can I tell a story? Go on, tell a story. Now, this oh is my a, God, this, you're this, telling a story. I hardly ever tell a story. <laughs> this, this is something that happened um, yeah. a number of years ago. Um, <laughs> Shall I tell the story? I'm going to tell the story. Tell anyway, the story. Let's tell the story. So there was, there was a pastor. Okay. The pastor came to this country. He was on mission from, he was on a, we went to a mission college together. He um, was going through some things personally um, and his wife came over and stayed with him. And everyone heard this story. Look, he's um, he's a young guy. He's he loves the Lord. He wants to be a preacher. He wants to do this. He wants to do that. Yeah. And um, eventually, uh, eventually, he he said, um, "Oh, can I?" Uh, he said to the church, um, "This is what is my life. This is what I'm going through. Uh-huh. Can you help?" Mm-hmm. And one young family stood up and said, "Look, we'll help you. We're going to give you money. We're going to let you move in with us. You're going to stay with us." And we'll be secure. We're going to help you. We're going to help okay. you. And the whole church just cheered. People were crying, screaming, beautiful. Yes. Oh, thank God. Hallelujah. Amazing, uh-huh. amazing, amazing. But the reality is, he has a bath every day. Okay. Him and his wife. Yeah. And they, they, they chill in the bath for a good hour. Uh-huh. If you want to get, to, if you want to go to use the toilet, it's in that same room. It's in the same room. So that gets annoying. Mm-hmm. He cooks food. Yes. And his food has a distinctive smell. Uh-huh. So when he's in the kitchen and he's cooking, you're smelling that throughout the house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he washes his clothes in a specific way. Yes. When you when you want to wash your clothes, you're gonna have to wait or yes. get in there before him. Mm-hmm. He was screaming hallelujah on the Sunday. Yeah. But two weeks later, he said, "Mate, you gotta leave." Yes. Yeah. And that's the reality. Mm-hmm. Here in the UK, yes, we we make these great grand gestures. Afghan, look, oh, it's horrible, but look, twenty thousand we keep, or thirty thousand, or however many thousands we're we're taking over. But in reality, every day we're going to be we're going to be angry. Mm-hmm. That's the reality, I believe. And this is where I think people need to learn the sacrifice that you're making, rather than the moment sacrifice. Yeah, you need to learn the sacrifice of. Which is why I said, when we are going to war, we need to respect that going to war is not just going with the military things. We're also exporting culture. Yeah? 100%. When we are in bringing, when we are welcoming refugees, we're not just, okay, he is a house, he is whatever. 100%. There was a time that that something happened, something happened, and now there's kebab shops in the corner. Correct. You know, and that has become part of, hey, evening, I'm going out, but I'm like, am I going for a kebab? Am I going for Chinese? Correct. Yeah, Does yeah, that make yeah. sense? No, that's you good, know? That's good, Am that's I having good. a bugger? We need to recognize these things that infiltrate in addition to the glory moment. Because there is the glory moment. Yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah? for sure. But beyond the, the glory moment is the briefest moment. Yeah. Which is why I then asked, what is the legal status of these people? Yeah. What is their down five? Because five years down the road, this person thinks, oh, now this person thinks, I've gone to the UK. Yeah. And then... Oh, you're no longer allowed to work. Oh, you're no longer allowed to work. Oh, you cannot do this. Oh, you're not entitled to benefits. Oh, you're not. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm now living a worse of life. Because here, refugees will come and tell you, oh, I had a mansion. I was a doctor. I was yeah. whatever. I was yeah, this yeah. and this. You know, I was working towards becoming an engineer. Yeah. Oh, I was working towards becoming a pilot. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. And then now, I can no longer touch that. Oh, I can no longer even dream to touch that. Yeah. 
why because you've put roadblocks and roadblocks in front of me yeah. and yet you are welcoming me the glory moment is the welcoming part yeah what is underneath yeah you know really how are we prepared it, yeah. to, yes how are we prepared to have that integration that actually my neighbor is no longer oh the person from Afghanistan tomorrow i should be comfortable enough to recognize that hey what are you cooking and then i yeah, get introduced yeah. to whatever food and i'm 100%. coming and and i'm introducing them to whatever i cook and it doesn't make sense yeah and then we mingle because that is the long term impact yeah and we need to be prepared for that long term impact yeah it's not just now because we've put them in some houses where you know or we do not know what to do with those houses so i th- i think um so twofold one i'm interested in what the hearts and minds of the afghanistan people in afghanistan are feeling towards the west yes and uh, and the um taliban i don't want to use the word regime but the taliban influence in power or whatever that means sure and i'm also interested in what does it look for the afghanistan who is in britain or in western countries yeah um who has gone there as refugees uh-huh. i'm also interested in what does the british people feel about this specifically those that will be embracing afghanistan's yep embracing refugees and people who are coming for a better life and even those who are not mm-hmm. so if they're maybe i don't know somewhere up north that may not have any Afghanistan people whoa, that whoa, go there. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Up north, down south, wherever okay, they are. Okay, thank you very much. What I, what I mean is, like, what what is their response to Af- Afghanistan refugees hearing the country, even if they're not on their doorstep? Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Because yes. I think they, they, they speak differently than someone who does have them on their doorstep and have embraced them yes. and those who don't embrace oh, them. Oh, those someone I mean? that has them on the doorstep and was not even prepared to embrace yes, them. Exactly. Yeah. Because there's those people like, whoa, yeah. I don't, all of a sudden I don't have a say, but had I had a say, I would have said no. For sure. You know? And it's it's a crazy world. We need to expand on this. And additionally, I haven't met one yet. So okay. if there is one in my city yeah. and I walk down the street and yeah. I see, hey, and some, maybe they speak They're English. They're welcome to do black minds. They're welcome to two black minds. Yes, that's great. <laughs> Uh, they already spoken yeah, for they us. Yeah, already spoken. Uh, that's for sure. So I was like, I was like, gonna say that. <laughs> they are welcome to talk but, uh, about minds. We can talk about it. We we'll can, see what, we can. what it is because it enlightens us. You know, it, it, it provides us with. I believe we are two that are so open to that. Like, ah, that's different. Yeah, yeah. For and sure. then we use it and judge and we sieve out what we want to sieve out, and then we see no, what adds sure. on to us. For sure. For sure. So definitely, if it's supplementing us. Definitely yeah. two black man thing. I'm intrigued, man. I'm intrigued. It's been a, it's been a good episode, man. Yeah, for We've real. We've been touching on a number of things. Yes. Summertime. Summertime. Yeah. Children. Kids, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then we hit them over the head with the Afghan <laughs> conversation, which <laughs> is a bit, more, yeah. a bit more serious, but a bit yeah. more um, on the nose or on the pressing. Yeah, we're heading moment. towards the winter times where conversations will be had. Yeah, 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 for Deeper sure, Deeper things, you know? Deeper things. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Two black man. Awesome, man. You can catch us on the social medias, guys, so you can get me on last name Henry. On Instagram, you can get us on two underscore black underscore minds on Instagram. So DM us, let us know what you want to talk us talk to about. Um, this, that, and the other. You can send us voice notes as well via that. Yes. Um, if you want to, you know, feature. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Send us some yeah. voice notes. We might add it to um, an episode. So yeah. Until next time, guys. I've been uh, just a young black man trying to build his kingdom. Golden City is golden oh, boy. Oh, you've started adding this at the end now. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just just I you know end it today. Okay, just okay. End it that way today. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's been cuffs on. Yes. We we've been in the building. For um, real. Hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah. Two black minds. Two black minds. Mm-hmm.